This is Minnesota Native News. I'm Marie Rock. Coming up, the fight against Line 3 has reached the United Nations. Now, the U.S. must respond to allegations of indigenous rights violations related to the pipeline construction. Here's Tiffany Bowie with the story. In late March, Indigenous-led organizations writing on behalf of the Anishinaabe people asked a United Nations committee to take action against the Enbridge Line 3 pipeline. The Tar Sands Pipeline crosses through treaty-protected lands and, opponents say, puts the environment at risk. The Janu Collective and Honor the Earth argued that the Enbridge Pipeline construction violated numerous rights of the Anishinaabe under an international convention against racial discrimination. In a win for advocates, the UN Committee on the Elimination of Racial Discrimination wrote a letter to the U.S. requesting a response to these allegations. Kate Finn is the executive director of First Peoples Worldwide, which helped bring the case in front of the UN. Finn said the letter is a key step in acknowledging that the pipeline construction has caused harm to the Anishinaabe. It really does plainly state these human rights violations. And um, we can take this letter to businesses and to financial institutions and to insurers to say, here are the violations that are attendant to Enbridge's pipeline. The UN committee asked the U.S. to respond by October 15. As of the writing of the story, the U.S. had yet to respond publicly. A spokesperson for the United Nations said the committee can't publicize states' replies. You know, we know through our work that the U.S. isn't required to respond publicly. So um, my, our, my assumption is that they won't. Still, the United Nations' attention to Line 3 has raised awareness to an international level. Carrie Isle-Smith, a professor of sociology at Suffolk University, said it is not uncommon for Indigenous people in North America to turn to the United Nations after exhausting all their legal options at the local, state, and federal level. I like the words that Walter Echohawk uses. He calls it the courts of the conqueror. And it's very logical that it's hard for Indigenous peoples to win in the courts of the conqueror, in the courts of the settler state. More frequently, what does happen is Indigenous peoples need to um, lean on that international support and international pressure to uh, assert their rights. In some cases, the United Nations Declaration of Indigenous Rights recognizes more rights to Indigenous people than what is promised under the treaties. One example is the right to free, prior, and informed consent, which dictates that tribes can give or withhold consent over any projects in their territories. Basically, Indigenous people in the U.S. would have, outside of the U.S. Constitution, anything that was explicitly spelled out in their treaties. And I don't think they would have envisioned something like free prior and informed consent at that time, but tended to be things like um, protecting um, the rights to gather and hunt in traditional places, which, um, but that's not the same as free prior and informed consent, which is a, um, really supports the autonomy of Indigenous peoples, their um, political and social autonomy in these types of conversations. Line 3 began operating at the beginning of October, but activists say they will continue fighting for Indigenous cultural and environmental rights. For Minnesota Native News, I'm Tiffany Bowie.
Minnesota Native News is produced by Ampers, diverse radio for Minnesota's communities, made possible by funding from the Minnesota Arts and Cultural Heritage Fund and the citizens of Minnesota. You can like us on Facebook and follow us on Twitter at MN Native News. It's really important that our population gets vaccinated because the less people who get vaccinated, the more potential there are for variants. And so that's another reason why I wanted to do my part and get vaccinated. It's important to get vaccinated so you can protect your herd. This message is brought to you by McGizzy Communications and Minnesota Department of Health.